Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Craig Steger. Uh, today's topic is PMAS and where is my luteal phase? Um, so those that um, are uh, familiar with natural family planning, especially if you're younger uh, and have been educated in natural family planning probably in the last 10 years or so, you probably are aware that... Um, as part a woman's cycle, a natural cycle has different phases. Um, some of this is terminology that I did not know about. It wasn't really part of the materials when um, when we were trained in natural family planning over twenty years ago, or at least I don't remember it. Um, and 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 the reason I bring it up is because this is sort of new to me, but uh, it also sort of segues to something I want to talk about from the man's perspective. So uh, as I understand it, there are essentially four phases of a woman's cycle. First is menstruation. Second is the, it's called the follicular phase. Um, I had not really heard that term until a few months ago. Ovulation is sort of obvious. Uh, the follicular phase, I think, is like the first 14 to 15 days from the beginning of a period until ovulation takes place. And then ovulation is, in fact, ovulation. And then post-ovulation until the beginning of a new cycle is the luteal phase. That was a term I had also not heard of. And the way I became exposed to those terms is uh, as I started listening to podcasts uh, on natural family planning and specifically the Charting Toward Intimacy uh, podcast, the ladies explained in detail, I had not really considered how the changes, the, how their um, mood and uh, mental status and energy level and capacity to do things is not simply are you um, having PMS or not, but really is different depending on which of those phases you're in. And as I understand it for a lot of women, ovulation is kind of when you're at peak ability to do things. Uh, mental clarity, um, you're kind of firing in all cylinders. And then for a lot of women, especially in the luteal phase, that drops off. Um, and I think, as I understand it, the reason is your body is essentially treating or assuming you're pregnant and it is, and there's a progesterone um, adjustment in, your, in the woman's body that sort of mimics the beginning stages of pregnancy. And so there can be a diminished energy uh, diminished ability to focus, heightened anxiety, and in a lot of women, a diminished uh, desire for sex. Now, um, and, and they, as I listened to these ladies, they talked about how they will, in fact, schedule or avoid certain types of activities depending on the phase that they are in. Um, and I was really curious about that because I started reflecting on my experience as a man and one of the things that sort of 
caught my attention and frustrated me a little bit and actually kind of led to the name Uncharted Catholic Man is that in these same podcasts where they're talking about these different um, experiences of women as part of the charting process, I always said, well, we don't have to chart men because men are always fertile. We sort of sending the message that that we're sort of these monoliths and that we are the same in terms of our uh, mental focus, our emotions, our desires every day, simply because uh, biologically we are fertile every single day. And that's actually not true. And in fact, I think it can be very different depending on the day. And as far as I can tell, it is dependent upon how long it has been since you were intimate uh, when you had a complete sexual release um, with your spouse. And um, because of that, there is a drastic difference in your mental capacity, your attitude, your emotions, your ability to do stressful things. If you are in sleep, your energy level is all at its best in the immediate aftermath of intimacy. And I would say it up to a day or two afterwards, I kind of call that the bliss period, the initial couple days of, of a man's cycle. And then starting around day three or so for a lot of guys, um, that tapers off and in fact flips upside down where you start to be um, burdened by increasing desire for intimacy. And it's not just uh, something in your heart, it's, it's biological. There's a hormonal change. There is your body is propelling you towards another release, another act of intimacy, and it gets progressive with each passing day. And I call that the post-marital act syndrome, the PMAS period. It is very, very real. It could be very debilitating (laughs) uh, the longer it goes on. And um, this is something that I I suspect a lot of people, especially women, are not aware of because I don't think we as guys talk about it. Uh, I really have not found any other people talking about it or using that term. So it's something I've come up with and I call it the PMAS. And I think that understanding that will help um, people, especially our wives, understand why we act and behave differently depending on the proximity, proximity of that day to our last intimacy. And it is not just, um, I, I think there's a mis, there's a misunderstanding that um, the desire for intimacy is primarily a desire for the pleasure of the act, which is certainly part of it. But in many ways, there is a very distinct biological component. Your body is sort of like as you become hungrier over time, or if you have to go to the bathroom, the sensation becomes stronger over your time. Your body is creating sensations uh, inside you to tell you, you need to do this. You need to eat. You need to go to the restroom. Same thing with, uh, with intimacy. Your body is telling you, you need to have sex. And, um, and it can be very, very limiting and, and, and um, like I said, debilitating for lack of a better word, 
when you are in that PMAS period, which sometimes is unavoidable because of periods of abstinence, sometimes it is avoidable. But I can tell from personal experience that the optimal time to do things, to um, to get rest, to get good sleep, to have high energy is um, following following intimacy. And the more frequent intimacy happens, the more the the more often you are in that initial bliss period and not in the PMAS period. This is something that I think um, really needs to be spoken and understood uh, because I suspect based on my experience that a lot of women are just unaware of this, similar to how I was unaware until just literally weeks or months ago of these different follicular and luteal and other stages of a woman's cycle and how that impairs or impacts uh, her emotional and mental state. These are both key pieces of information that we we need to understand about each other because I think it probably this misunderstanding is a cause of a lot of unnecessary uh, confusion and heartache among amongst us, um, amongst couples. So that's the PMAS. Uh, that's the postmarital act syndrome. That's the um, the um, the path that men go through, uh, men that are in an actively intimate relationship go through every day and every week of their lives. So on behalf of men, I wanted to share that. I will continue to share that. And if you have questions about that or comments, uh, if you think I'm full of crap, leave a comment and let us know. So until next time, everyone, have a good one.